Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Am I ready? Are you ready? Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey, and I am excited to be back because it's been maybe, I don't know, a thousand years since I've done a podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) Couple of weeks. Patty is here as well. Hello, I am also present at the podcast. Thousand years, bit of a stretch. Close though. A couple, of, couple of weeks. Pretty close. A couple of weeks. It's been a few weeks because why? Because everything is sick. mental. Everything is crazy. I have been sick. Maybe like literally, this is the sick. I'm sick right now, six times in a row, nonstop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm dying. I don't think you're dying. <laughs> at all i think that there's too much beauty and goodness in you and um it just has to seep out seeping out and that's how it comes out i'm over it though so i do apologize bit of a compliment there but i mean you know we can totally go on lots of of you out there stop talking over the top of me would receive a compliment like that and you would ignore it i apologize for the snot and the sneezing and the general sounding like i have a sock up my nose and i apologize for my wife not acknowledging (laughs) my compliment um how are you patty (coughs) no this is gonna be like a 20 minute ordeal so you're gonna have to strap it well i was good Mm. no i am I'm good. I'm yeah. really good. I um, I'm actually. I mean, the, the, the summer was a wee bit. Uh, Should we do a cat? We need to do a catch up because it's been a it's been a while. So has. what's been ha- what's been happening? So I grew up. Oh no, that house. far back. Okay. Uh, so it, look, summer was here and obviously we didn't really experience a lot of it because no. we were inside a lot. I saw which it is fine, on the outside. But it wasn't really a big summer anyway. Like it, it wasn't, wasn't. An, an incredible summer. That's not the point. We were here, we were alive. Um, but I'm, I'm liking the change. I'm liking the autumn yeah, vibes. I'm enjoying coming into it. I am looking at now lots of tea, mm-hmm. uh, lots of like, um, Oh, remember, oh, you have that mulled wine you make. Yeah, um, I always do that at Yule. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, dark, like, I mean, I know. Crazy I'm, food. Let's talk about drinks for now. So we've got tea. We've got wine, whiskey, red wine, like things like that. Cozy, coziness, right? And then like, oh, and hot chocolate. Yeah, um, I just got this hot chocolate just to like mm, sneak in there. Mm, and mm. it is white. It's lavender, lavender, white, 
hot chocolate. And it is probably the best thing I've ever had. It is I actually wish I made one for this episode. I'm kind of, I've got a bit of FOMO to my you, past self. Do you want to go make? No, it's fine. It's fine. Because nobody will notice. We, no, can, we can just pause it. It's magic. <laughs> no, um, it's so good. And I'm really glad that I discovered it. It's actually from a place in Tasmania, from a lavender farm. So it's pretty cool. I've had it. It's good, but it's not like. It's not really your thing. No. It's my thing though. I love it. And the kids love it. And I feel like when I make it for them, that it's like a win-win because they think it's chocolate, but it's got lavender. So I think it chills them out, but it probably Hmm. doesn't. But I feel like it. Not much does, Amy. Not much does. But um, anyway, back to what what was I talking about? Um. what, oh yes, new? okay. So I'm loving the change in the seasons. Yes. Um, I am very busy with work and with uh, a baby and with two other babies and with this baby here, mm. um, and the and the 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 animals. Um, but I I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm I mean you know with this I'm very busy and I'm stressed yes. a, a lot. A so lot. I'm looking for way to find balance find balance but also like because because and for those of you and i'm sure there are a lot of you who work from home now um you know the 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 line between work and home now is is either non-existent either very thin or non-existent and it's like changing like i'm very intense when i work because it's very fast paced and there's a lot of things happening there's a lot of people um and so that gear change between work and home has to happen somewhere yes so i'm currently as of this evening we had a conversation we had we had words about it didn't we um yes i'm <laughs> looking <laughs> you laugh i'm looking for what it is that i do after work because mm. if i'm on a f- the phone or maybe you need to working, go out the front because we have a creek out the front maybe you need to go out there for five minutes and just like have mm. a breath without your phone if I still, and... it, it's like if I like I used to smoke, right? So if I was still a smoker, it'd be that sort of. And for those of you who do smoke, it's that moment where you go outside and you go, and you just have that moment to yourself. That you should do something like that then, because then it's take like, up smoking. No, because then it's like you're you're literally leaving the building yeah. and almost re-entering. And that's as what it is. It's a recalibration and better self. And that's what I'm saying. It's a recalibration. Mm. So, um, but I'm good. I'm happy. I'm a happy married man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I, I love you. I'm very in love with you. Um, I love our kids. Um, I am excited for our trip this year. Oh my God, yes. I don't know if we've mentioned it here, but we have booked to go to Disneyland. In Disneyland! It is so exciting. I think about it. I think uh, nearly every minute of the waking day. Me too. And my dreams. We think about it for different reasons though. Why? I think about it for I see um, pan it off and you see. Oh, yeah. I I think of all the things I can spend money on. (laughs) Amy's like, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to buy this. I'm going. "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." Mm. Um, But um, I'm super psyched and I cannot wait to go. I feel like I'm just going to cry the whole time because the kids are going to be so excited. And so anytime anything happens and they react to it, I'll just cry from joy. What have we got? We got six nights mm. at disneyland mm. uh we've got four days in the park and then we're going to spend a bit of time in 
Venice Beach and we're going to go to Universal. Yeah, it's just like Studios, a, a so it's... fun holiday that we have been thinking about since lockdown. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like for a chance for us to actually unleash our inner children because fun. whenever you're a parent, fun. you don't usually, sometimes you don't get to be a child. No. And we are kids. And if I feel like if you're going to do it, you need to do it 100% um totally just like let your inner freak fly so totally in a freak flag fly. just fly your freak flag <laughs> fly your freak flag fly your um, freak flag so but, i'm so excited for yeah that. so like you know yes you could stay off site at one of the hotels motels down the road and walk <laughs> and that's totally fine if you want to do that we're going to stay we're doing at the, Disneyland the full, hotel. The full experience. Yeah, I find. Again. We're sleeping in the Disney beds. We're having the uh, the walls have got fireworks that light up. We've got a view of the downtown bathroom, Disney. The lights are held by Mickey hands. Like, holy we've shit. We've got a downtown Disney view it's room. Just, it's literally like, I'm, I'm, I am so happy. I'm excited. <laughs> and I'm really, every day that I wake up and... I think there's times where recently were where I've been feeling a bit uh, maybe overwhelmed with things and I go just can't wait to go. Totally. Um it's going to be great and I'm excited and the kids great. are excited. It's going to be great. Gonna be great. Um, Disney song. Tiger. Um <laughs> the kids are excited which is They're great. So excited. Poet has no idea. He doesn't even know. He just discovered his hands. He, he doesn't have a clue. Discover his hands, and he's excited about that, and that's all that matters. But he will much. be. He actually likes watching Mickey Mouse the show. Like he just mm. stares at it. He'll be nine so months. I feel by then. like when we go, oh, see, I'm gonna cry about that too. Yeah. Anyway, I will cry as well because he gets very excited when he sees Mickey and Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Um, and I think that when he sees them in real life, it's just going to be next level really cute mm-hmm. um so yes all in all i am well i am happy um i am i could be doing a bit more for my stress and and this is the thing again if you work at home your partner your spouse your whoever they see you in a way that you know they're not really meant to see you which is like like uh, there was some stuff happened the other day and I was going, oh, oh, I'm just talking to myself. Patty and he was, was like, in beast mode. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, but you're not meant to see me like this. You're meant to see me go out. The thing is. And then come home. And then I meant to say, yeah, it got a bit stressful there, but then everything was fine. But you like wander around and you're in my space. And so no, I'm in our space. It's like. It's it- our house. It's like if you're going to bring that like energy near me, either explain yourself. No. Or get out <laughs> of You want to go. So anyway, there's this guy in New Zealand that we work with. And Dot points. there's a project from Dot seven points. months ago that is actually now doing this. And this happened within that. And the person who's related to that. Pro- this is not interesting much. to me. It's exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, Amy, how have you been? Uh, I've been better. I mean, I have to do. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Um, I've been good. I've been good. What have I got to tell you? Um, my brain is a sieve, and I literally can't remember anything. I have to 
if I have a thought, this is no joke. If I have a thought, I have to immediately make a note in my phone Yeah. because I don't remember anything. And I blame being pregnant now and having another baby. I'm not pregnant now, but I mean, I just had a baby and I feel Mm. like that completely ruined my brain. So the reason I'm saying that is I can't remember what I've been doing. I know that we had Mabin and that was fun. That was, that was actually really I actually beautiful. can't remember what we did for it. We had um, chicken pie. Yes, and apple, and pie. apple pie. And it was delicious. Yep. And we, what else did we do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't it, was, it was on and it was great. And now we're stepping into Sarwin. And I'm so excited for it. And mm. I've already started seeing all the creepy things in the corners of Me my too. eyes. I heard someone yelling in the house last night and I stormed up and told off my children and they looked at me like I was insane because it mm. wasn't them. Um, but I'm really excited because I love Sawin season and all the magic that comes with it. So I'm super pumped for that. If you're watching this and you keep seeing me look over at this one point, it's because I'm looking at the baby monitor. Hello. Um, oh, 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 oh. oh, there it is. Kimmies. You can see it from that angle. But yeah, and now I'm just getting ready because the Sarwin ritual boxes come out on <laughs> Friday, which is very exciting. And it's school holidays tomorrow. <laughs> From to- yeah, from tomorrow. So I, I planned that really well, uh, but that's fine. That's what <laughs> alcohol is for. <laughs> what? Um, no, I'm mm. good though. I am good. I just want to get healthy again, and mm. and yeah. Yeah, look, I must admit, and I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and this is for all the all the partners and fellas out there who haven't given birth. Um, is anytime we've had a child, which has now been thrice, mm-hmm. um, I have just gained weight along with you. And then you have the baby and then you lose all the weight and I'm just left floating, <laughs> floating, floating. <laughs> um, <laughs> floating. And I'm like, I need to lose the baby weight. Um, because you know, you go into the cocoon, um, totally. and, um, I've been doing a lot of the oh I've been doing the nighttime feeds um because Amy's got this oh I developed this thing where I used to be like an amazing sleeper where literally as soon as I yes my head hits the pillow I'm gone no matter when no matter how I could just sleep but for some reason I I don't even know when this really started it was as soon as he was, oh, maybe three weeks after he was born. No, it started when I was pregnant with him. Oh, was it? Yeah. If I wake up in the night, um, I cannot get back to sleep at all. And so when he was like a newborn and I would do the like two, three, four o'clock wake up with him, that was it. I just could not get back to sleep at all mm. and so i would end up being awake from two o'clock in the morning all day and all night and when you don't sleep and when i when like- i don't sleep it's a massive trigger for my anxiety and mm. but i find it's like a trigger for my deepest anxiety mm. 
Like I feel Everything's like you wrong. have you have triggers that set off different levels of anxiety where this is like beast mode anxiety. Like death con mode. And I am I'm just like everything makes me hyper emotional. Everything is super negative and I mm. am not my best self. And so um yeah, what was it what were we talking about? <laughs> well, I was talking about being over nighttime. Yes. Because so I yeah, because I was doing the night feeds. Yes. So yeah, I still don't know what we're talking about. Well, because it was my story. What were we talking about? <laughs> this is what so, I mean. So the thing was, so I Amy, 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 Amy has that um horrible condition. And obviously we want Amy uh being the best version of her she can yeah. be. And to be honest, I've been tired for about 10 years anyway. So what difference? Uh, what difference does it make? So for a while there I was on Poet's Floor um <laughs> helping out and like sister. getting up during the night and then now i've come back down to the bedroom which is great because i he's, get to sleep with he's my a wife. pretty good sleeper but he is not amazing at the moment no if you're a parent but, and you follow the wonder weeks we're in leap four and it's not fun it's hell uh, but that said yeah good. it lulls you into your false insecurity where the baby goes you know 11 till 6 they sleep and then all of a sudden they're up twice a night. Anyway, oh, I will the point say, is... Oh, sorry. No, there you go. no, no. I will say one thing that we did recently was that we went to Golden Beach, um, which the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because if you had listened to the episode a few back where we talk about um, poets like birth story and when we talk about losing oh, yeah. a baby, you know that that's all happened in golden beach at the same house at the same house yeah. so we actually went back to the same place um one because it's a really cute place and it's like perfect position and whatever but i really wanted to um change the memory hmm. from being one that was extremely horrible to a positive experience and it was almost i guess like a therapeutic kind of healing thing as well hmm. because we were going back with mm. our baby who had been born and was healthy and thriving as opposed to when we were there and obviously losing a baby while we were there. And I think it was like a little bit difficult in some instances because it was almost like you were stepping back in time, like seeing certain places where I remember like crying or something was happening or like we were driving into town and you, we saw the, the sign for the hospital where we had to go for mm. me to get checked. So there was like little moments like that, that I found quite difficult, but I feel like once we checked off everything, it was almost like this, like I said, like a healing um, exercise where a little bit of that weight was lifted off because you're yeah. like, that was then. And this is now. And it ended up being the best holiday ever. Like we had such a nice time mm. and now I only look at it. I mean, obviously that memory is there, but I see it as such a positive place where we could go with our whole complete family. And yeah, it was really nice. It was nice. It was really good. Mm. Um, and it definitely did sort of um, flip the narrative on what uh, memories we had there. Yeah. And to be honest, it's, it's one of those things that you go, well, you're not, trying to force yourself to forget because no never you know forget. that that person was here for a moment 
Um, and they always matter. A hundred percent. But um, it was good to go back and be relaxed and be happy and and have the holiday that we were meant to have. And and have the holiday we were meant to have. We were meant to be there for seven nights. We were there for two, and then left. And um, uh, yeah, it was good. It was, it was really, really good. good. Um, but um, sorry. I do want to change gears because I know we're, we're going to get the story time. Yeah, I know. Um, but the this reason why been a whole episode. I was talking about um, uh, feeding Poe at nighttime was because I have also heard stuff oh my God, in the yeah. lead up to Samhain as well. And so in, in his room, we have the noise machine. So I'll... I'll that oh no it's running out of battery, <laughs> battery. but this, this noise that's a like a an a, 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 it's like a, a river or something like that mm. on a noise machine <clears throat> and it's actually called a brook a babbling brook so at <laughs> night but but what happens is and um with white noise you know you hear things within it because and so it, it pushes mm. your brain into a, that, different a different frequency so i had it in our room where so i'll feed them that like at about half 10 11 half 11 at night go down to bed and have the thing on beside me and i was falling asleep the other night and i heard as you are seeing i'm whispering and i'm like mm. and then i kind of came to and went oh, that was weird fell asleep and as I was falling asleep, you happened, also to, happened in that again. In between and it place. happened again. Um, that's going to be very annoying. Um, and then I also had it in his room the other night. And it was about three in the morning. And I was sitting there. And the noise machine was to my left. And my head was on the wall on the right. And the noise going into my left was different to the noise going into my right. Because it's obviously bouncing off the wall. But there was some voice or in my right ear, but not in my left, coming from the machine. And I'm sitting there feeding him in the dark. And I was like, It's spooky. Oh, shit. Oh, I walked but in the other day. It didn't day feel bad, and... though. It didn't feel like negative or like, I didn't feel scared. No. I just felt like, I was not more like, like fearful, Oh, come on. It was more like, Oh, come on. I had someone shush me the other day when I walked in, someone went, shh, like I was interrupting him. Um, and also, like, when the door is half a jar, half a jar, you can see almost like someone peering through to, like, check to see what you're doing, Ooh, which is a mm. little bit creepy. Mm. Um, I blame a lot on my glasses. I don't wear glasses. But but you don't really wear glasses. Confusion. Now, do you want to? Because I'm stuck in here. Do you want to get it or do you want me to? I'm scared now. Okay, so we're going to take a tiny little break and we're going to come back. With a charger for the monitor. Ready, go. Okay, ready and go. And. Oh my gosh, go. Go. Hey everyone, I'm just going to pause today's episode for a moment. I hope you're enjoying it. It sounds super interesting. 
If you're enjoying this podcast and you're thinking, hey, how could I support this show? Then the best way to do that is to jump over to Patreon and become one of my patrons where you'll get access to additional content, videos, bonus episodes of Ritual with Amy Harvey, that is me, learning tools to help you on your witchy path and special discounts to my online store, rosongcottage.com. Take it away, voiceover guy. That's right, simply head to patreon.com forward slash Cottage to get all the goodies and support your favourite podcast in the entire world, Ritual with Amy Harvey. Now, back to the show. And we're back. Um, if you're watching this, Paddy has something on his head. Do I? I, I don't know what's going on. Oh, plug. Anyway, should we get to this uh, podcast? Let's like do the this. actual reason why we're here. Yes, Amy is prepared. Yes, so the theme feast is... Feast for the years. The theme of tonight's, today's, this afternoon's episode... And I have prepared a feast for the years. We are doing stories about famous witches in history. Now, when I say we, someone didn't do their assignment... Um, you can guess who it was. I'll give you a clue. It wasn't me. <laughs> it was poet. Patty did not uh, come prepared with a story tonight. I have been extremely overwhelmed with work. Everyone's been busy. Busyness. Everyone's been busy. That's okay. This is your work, though. Uh, listen, if you want to point fingers and make excuses, then that's that's on you. This is not work to me. It's a pleasure. All right? um, and I had no time for pleasure. So it will just be me telling a story tonight. So you'll just have to get cozy. And I'm sure Patty will provide the witty banter. <laughs> we spoke about this. <laughs> um, are we ready? Yeah. We also spoke about this. All right. What are we talking about? Let me say that, you... that it was fine. Did I say it like I meant it? He said... It's shot. Um. Anyway, you're actually all you're doing is making that like your story is not good enough to carry the show. No, I know it is. That you're like, oh, we needed Patty's story. No, we didn't. But if you were like, you know what, don't even need your story. It's just, I guess, about who puts effort in. I put effort in. Do I'm. The producer of this What's your story podcast. About? Oh, no, wait, you didn't do one. I'm the producer of go. this podcast. <laughs> anyway, today. Guys, if, oh you, my gosh. if you ever feel like your partner or spouse is trying to put you, spouse, spouse, whatever, however that word is pronounced. If you spouse. ever feel. Who says spouse? Like your <laughs> partner spouse? is trying to put you down. And make you feel like it's not what dead. you do isn't worth anything. Then you should get rid of that spouse. Then call me, <laughs> all right? And we can have a chat about it. And if you want, message Amy and I will give you my phone number please and we can don't. talk. I don't want this. I would love to talk. Can I start, please? <sighs> Let's start the episode. So today we will be traveling back in time, obviously, because we're talking about history to 1798 oh yeah and we will be talking about a witch called biddy early now biddy is from ireland so this whole story is all situated in ireland have you heard of her 
Biddy early. Biddy early. Uh, no. No. Oh. So she was born, like I said, in 1970, sorry, 1798. And her original name was Biddy O'Connor. And she was born in, I'm going to, I'm sorry if I butcher these names. I will try, but I'll probably get you to say it. In Faha Killerina. What? Faha Killerina. What's that? In Ireland. Faha. Yeah, I don't know. Really? Sounds You're like, from there. It's like a Turkish name. It could be that, or it could be that I didn't write this properly and might right. read my writing. I will also say that I don't know what happened to me when I was writing this story. Why have you scribbled everything out? <laughs> it goes. There's arrows and asterisks <laughs> and like scribbles. It goes paragraph, then it goes to the side of the page, and then it actually goes to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so yeah. if this story isn't in order, it's just, <laughs> that's just how we're going to do it. grin and burr it, all right? It's fun. Anyway, this is a very my professional podcast she's and a, i'll get back to my she's deep a research busy person she's got things to do so biddy o'connor was born the daughter of john and ellen o'connor who were a poor farming family she was a child that spent a lot of time alone she was always said to be wandering the woods and was known to talk to fairies uh, she was said to be incredibly intelligent um good humored and although she couldn't why i'm i'm like this because i'm writing <laughs> reading my writing on the side although she couldn't oh she couldn't read or write but she was said to be very intelligent because obviously mm-hmm. back in those days women weren't really taught that i guess most I think people there's weren't. a lot of kids a lot of kids were just probably put to work well, that's what happened is that when she was 16, she was actually sent to be a servant girl uh, to go and earn money for her family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was sent to all different like places, but she actually uh, went to a doctor uh, in Kilbarren. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she was sent away. Obviously, that was away from where her family was. Uh, the doctor's name was Pat O'Malley. No, 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 it wasn't. Sorry. It was. It was part of no, it wasn't. <laughs> so she, <laughs> when she moved to Kilbaron, do you know where that is? No. She uh, was often taunted for her aloof behavior. She was said to kind of be very, what's the word? Like Luna? Like Luna. That's exactly <coughs> how I think of her, like Luna from Harry Potter. Very spacey, kind of literally away with the fairies in her own world. And so people didn't really like that about her and when she was working for her for the doctor and obviously a lot of the money was being sent to her family Mm. so she lived a lot of her time in a local poor house um where she was said to have been treated extremely poorly and really badly which is horrible she's only 16 at this point um so she would often walk into the local town on the market day and it was on this um it was during this journey that she met pat o'malley Pat was twice her age and he already had a son, um, but they were soon married. Mm. And Biddy um, gave birth to her own son or their son together called Patty. What an amazing name. Thank you. (laughs) As a fellow Patty, I must say that being called Patty is actually quite lovely. 
I'm really happy for you. Did they call him Patrick and he was called Patty? No, he was called Patty. He was called Patty. With it with two Ds. Just like you. Not brilliant. I know. Uh, the family lived in a three-bedroom cottage in Fecal. Do you know where Fecal is? I'm sorry. I know it's a horrible name. <laughs> like fecal Matter? As in F-E-A-K-L. Imagine, imagine you lived F-E-A-K-L-E. in Fecal Manor. Imagine you lived in Fecal Manor. And it was like, uh, uh, sorry, how, how do you spell? F E A K L. Why can't I talk? F E A K L E. Fecal. A village in the Republic of Ireland. Yeah. Whereabouts is it near? It's in County Clare. Where's that? In Monster. It's, uh, hold, on, hold on. Middle, upper, lower. I'm just trying to orientate myself right in the middle well like so north of limerick where's galway um this is probably really boring for people who are listening but i think there oh cool yeah uh so while they were living there biddy began to earn a reputation for her herbal cures which she actually learned from her mother her mother was known to concoct these herbal cures for people uh-huh. but biddy became started like become quite famous for them she never requested money for her work and would often let people decide how they would compensate her um so during this time whiskey and potting uh which is also like known as irish moonshine it's like um potato spirits so it's like if you imagine American moonshine, it would taste rank. I would, I feel. So I, so sidebar here. I, my uncle Packy in County Tyrone, we went to visit him whenever I was about twelve, and so all my my mummy's family are from Tyrone, uh, right on the border of Northern Ireland and Donegal, um, like so Castle Derg area. <clears throat> And and um, Uncle Uncle Paggy's farm. He lived on about 30, 28 acres, thirty acres. And anyway, my my dad and my brother were asked to clean out the front room. Um, and I was only a kid, and I I wanted to go fishing anyway, so I I bought a a fishing license for the day. Um, and there was all trout and everything around there. So I was going to go and do that. But I remember my Uncle Packy found an old bottle of potching and it had been sitting there for God knows how long. And there was green fungus around Ew. the lip of it. But he, he didn't took, drink it, he did took, he? He did. Oh, my he, God. He, this guy was unbelievable. He was um, I guess he was, it's like pure alcohol, isn't it? Yes. And he was, Paggy was amazing. Oh, we should do a full episode just on him. He was, he was, he was unbelievable. He was my mommy's uncle. Um, but he grabbed it and he goes, what's this here? Oh, it must be about a buck and potching. And he just took a swig of it and he goes, ah. ah. And then, um, and that was his lot. And it had been sitting there for, I'd say, a good 15 years or 20 years or something like that. Plus the rest. And he drank it. But, um. So it, it, but it's made out of uh, uh, potatoes. So it's like distilled potatoes. Um, So yeah, anyway, whiskey and potching were often used and gifted. So their house was always fully stocked with alcohol and they were known as a place you could go to like drink and play cards. It was kind of like the party house. And that's where open house came from. 
a pub, a public house. Mm, that's what her so you would house have like, is. and that's why whenever we were in Ireland, and you remember like the rules of like houses, and then there'd be like a, a like a harp sign, a beer sign coming off one of the houses, mm. and that was a pub. But that was what her house was because it was a public like. house, and that's what they called the publican and the landlady. Mm. Or the landlord because they owned the house. That's very cool. Hmm. So when Biddy was 25, Pat died, leaving Biddy a single mum and a widow. Not what you want to be back in those times. So he was 50. Yeah. Soon after she married her stepson, John. <laughs> uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. During her time married to him. Her fame as a witch grew and grew, and she was known as this amazing healer. Um, She could break curses. People went to her for all sorts of things. Um, But her family life was very disruptive due to the large numbers of people that would always frequent her house to the point where her son, Paddy, left Hmm. and never returned. So obviously their relationship was quite... What's the word? Tumultuous. Yeah. And I think he, I, I remember reading that also he had a real issue with the fact that she married her stepson, um, which would have been bro- really weird. His, his, his brother. brother. So <laughs> that wouldn't have helped things. And then, so yeah, he left and he never returned and she never heard from him again, uh-huh. which is a bit sad. Um, so in 1984, John died from a liver ailment, which is probably not shocking. Probably due from drinking all the pot juice. That's right. And Biddy was a widow once more at the age of 42. Right. They were together for quite a while. Mm. She then remarried a man called Tom Flannery, who was said to be much younger than her. And they lived in a cottage together in Dromore Hill in Kilbarren. Uh, it was situated over a lake, which is actually now known as Biddy Early's Lake, Aww. which is really nice. Um, let me just see. Where's this bit I wanted to talk about? Sorry. Again, my notes are all over the place. Okay, cool. So as the years went on, when people couldn't be cured or find what they needed from doctors, people would always travel miles and miles to see Biddy. Not only was she able to use herbal medicine um, and make all these amazing cures and concoctions for people, but she was also incredibly intuitive and was able to recognize and understand people's needs on a much deeper level than anybody else. She was also known for healing animals and would often be able to get farm animals who had stopped producing things like milk and eggs to start reproducing again. Wow. So farmers, because like back then that was life or death. She's like, like if people really couldn't, as well. if people's animals weren't producing, they would die in the winter. They would literally starve. So, so they could feel almost like she was em- em- empathetic. They felt safe and around they, her. They, and... She could communicate with them on mm-hmm. that level. That's... She was just wow. known to have this amazing intuition with people and wow. would know what people needed, even when they didn't know themselves. What Did you that? hear that? Yeah. Is that one of the children? It's Poppy. 
We just had to have a quick break. Oh, hello, Audrey. A quick break because Poppy was making some kind of weird possessed noise. <laughs> she was up. dreaming. But the thing about Poppy is that Shh, she's very dramatic. And we never know what to believe. We don't know if it, she's being real or if it's an act. The, the, the that sounds thing, really horrible. The fuck thing is, is that there was all the noises and I went upstairs to check and nobody was moving. And I went, okay, obviously a skin crawler's up here. And he sent me up. And No, and then <laughs> and then I saw it was Poppy and I was like, Poppy, are you okay? And she didn't wake up. And I'm like, well, I don't want to freak her out and like wake her up in the middle of a nightmare. So I came down <laughs> and then she started going. Ee! It was a bit weird. Anyway. It was a bit bizarre. <clears throat> so back to Biddy. Biddy early. So it was at this point that she came to own a bottle that she was, that made her the most famous, what she was most famous for. Yep. Yeah. It makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> it was called the blue bottle. And she was always said to be with this bottle. It was always on her all the time. And it contained this dark liquid. Um, they say that the bottle was gifted to her from the Fae and it gave her the ability to see into the future. So I'm assuming that the black liquid meant she would scry with it mm-hmm. is what I'm getting. Um, but that's what she was known for. People would go to her. <clears throat> and she would be able to tell them what was going to come and it, her predictions would always come to fruition and always come true. And it was actually said that she was buried with the bottle. Although I did see one story that said she was said to, she w- was going to be buried, but when it actually came time to bury her, the bottle was gone. And they say that the Fae took, took it, it back, back because she was only borrowing it. Fair enough. Which is kind of cool. So Biddy was always known for her big personality and it was widely known, and this may shock you, that the Catholic Church disproved of Biddy and her magic. Mm. They openly discouraged people from visiting her and it was thought that the main reason why the priests didn't like her is because of financial reasons in that so many people would go to her and I guess maybe they weren't getting the cut from the doctors and all that and they so weren't they, paying her though were they no people didn't pay her but some people pay but she people said weren't going to you mass. can pay whatever you want but people weren't going to mass mm. and doing their offerings exactly and so they weren't happy and about for those that of you who are in the catholic church or have been <clears throat> in a past life um you'll know that um they passed the bull round twice uh during, every during mass your offerings uh for the parish that's right so they didn't like her because of that mm. however the priests because it's not a business running the catholic church it's not it's not like it's a business of course it's not it's not like they're trying to make money no, off they, people and their beliefs I, it's not like the leaders of the catholic church are rolling in money it's not like they're the richest organization on earth one of them we that's that's a, a different episode anyway funnily enough though the priests would secretly visit her in the night <laughs> what for advice for like cures and <laughs> ailments they're like this whole thing 
is not working on my end. I'm wondering yeah. if perhaps isn't that so funny? You've got a fix. But also, let's not forget 1700. There was still many, 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 many people that have had had um survived the uh you know the the uh you know the 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 steamroller that was Christianity, mm. and they were still practicing um the old ways. And so there was probably priests that were, you know, privy to the old ways through relatives or whatever. They had been, whether pushed or whatever way, indoctrinated into the Catholic Church, become priests. And then they're like, um, maybe maybe I'm having doubts about my faith and maybe she is right. Or, mm. you know, maybe it's, um, you know, my great great auntie telling me about well, the thing healing, is, healing and things like that. They openly discourage people because they probably were told to, but they secretly went because they probably believed that what she was doing was obviously working. Um, <clears throat> but don't forget as well, this is in the 1800s, so not really that long ago, there was the burning times of witches. So it was still fresh, mm. which is what I'm about to get into as well. So that was still witches were evil time. Mm. So in saying that, in, in 1865, Biddy was accused of witchcraft under the Witchcraft Act of 1586. Um, she was brought before a court, but the people who were to testify against her, every single one of them backed out because she was so well-respected mm. and she ended up being released due to insufficient evidence, which I think mm, is so it? good because usually people would be like, she's a witch, she's a witch. What an incredible, she must have been she was so an incredible person for people to, to, to stand up to against a force like but that. But then stand down like that. Mm -hmm. Like what an incredible person <clears throat> she must have been. I can only imagine the pressure they would have felt to testify against her. Mm. So I think that as a collective, them all going, no, I'm not going to, would have been really difficult because I'm sure there would have been some kind of like ramifications there would have been a for them and their for families. Yeah, totally. But she was just so well respected and she had helped so many people that people like, there's absolutely no way in hell we're going to go awesome. against her. That's great. You know what she makes me think of? One of the aunts in Practical Magic. If you've read all the books and you have more of a like backstory of who they are, you probably get more of it. But they basically would, there were these two old ladies who lived in their beautiful, perfect house that I want that would turn a light bulb on the porch every night to let people know that if you wanted to go and get help, they were ready for you. And people would secretly knock on the door because everyone was like, they're witches, they're evil. But at nighttime, they would go and knock on the door and go, I need help with this. And they would say, you don't have to pay us. You just have to pay what you think. So they would end up with food and all these mm. things. And they were just known for all their magical cures and stuff. And that's literally what I think of. I think she mm. is one of the Owens aunts. Mm. 100%. And they were sassy. And that idea of... <clears throat> you know, publicly, there's someone we should shun and shame, but 
I've got too much respect for that person to actually do it. There was a film that was kind of like that, and it was about in America, and it was about like a black person who was really respected by the community, and then so nobody spoke against them or something Mm, like that. There's a film whenever you Uh, mentioned that, and it was just kind of like there was like, oh, they should all speak against this person, but they're like, I can't say anything bad about them, so I'm just not going to say a word because they're too nice of a person. Thinking of Miracle on 34th Street. The Crawdads was kind of like that, wasn't it? Like, no, not really. There's a film. There is a film. There is. And I know there is a film. So, yes, so she was released due to insufficient evidence. So, big win for the people. In 1868, Tom Flannery died, who is third husband, leaving Biddy a widow once more at the age of 70. They didn't turn around and go, why do you kill these husbands? That was my suspicion, which we'll get into in a second. So that was in 1868. In 1869, she was married for the fourth time. How old was she? She was 71 now. Horny fucking. And she married Thomas Meany, who was 30, in exchange for a cure. So she said to him, "What a hornball! I will give you a cure for whatever ailment he had, but you have to marry me." She's horny. And so they lived in her cottage until he died a year later from overconsumption of alcohol. So they all drank themselves they to death. Died. Yeah, pretty I'm, much. I'm actually starting to think now maybe she should have been, you know, hauled yeah. above. In front of a, a jury. There was something going on there. <laughs> like a lot of people go marry once, marry twice. Not a lot of people have all their husbands die Four of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> Especially like whenever she's 70 <laughs> odd and the 30 odd year old husband dies a year later. A year later. He's and like, she's 70. I'm fucking sick of you, bitty. I'm just, just like, yeah, having a, a drink. Good on her. And then she's like, ah. I'm sick of you. He drink and he's like, ah. And then he just dies. Pretty much that's what happened. How old was he? He was 30. Jesus Christ. I know. Um, so in nine, in 1874, Biddy died and was buried in fecal graveyard. And it was said. In fecal matter. I know. Which that's what she became. She <laughs> <laughs> was buried in fecal matter. <laughs> and it was said that there were 27 priests present for her funeral no mm-hmm. yeah you only usually get one i know 27 so that was biddy early and so you can actually go and visit obviously her grave site but um there's like i think her cottage is like a historical site and the lake obviously um over an island which would be kind of cool 27 she's a badass priests. she's a badass witch 27 priests 27. that's how much of an impact she made and that just goes to show you sure didn't uh queen elizabeth or victoria was elizabeth ha used to have a um a druid she had john d which funnily enough we're going to be talking about in a separate episode for my patreons Oh, so I'm not going to go too much. Well, I into guess that. we're not going to talk about that because that was a good segue. you don't get access don't get to that. Um, that was really good. Yeah, Amy. well done. Early. She's to cool. be honest, I didn't need to do a story because 
we had a 45 minute Chit-chat. introduction and then we had this and mm. I, I feel like that was that was pretty good you would say that though if you hadn't done a story Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we'll do another one of them i mean we've got too many things coming up we've got a spooky episode coming up for sarwin soon yes which will be fun do you remember the theme yeah what is it Spooky. What kind of spooky though? <laughs> thanks for uh thanks for joining us. It's um, going to be on possessions. Oh yeah. Not like the things you own, like the things that own you. They actually freak me out. Possessions, especially when you hear um like video footage. I, I always feel like it's going to jump from that person. Especially whenever that person is speaking like a language Latin. that doesn't exist anymore, like Aramaic or something. Ooh, like possessions freak me out. Mm. <clears throat> anyway, so that'll be a good episode. But yeah. Is that the one we're going to do live? Yes, we are. We're going to do that live with all the patrons yeah, from Patreon. So they can watch what actually happens mm. and what bits we usually edit out. <laughs> Which isn't a lot, but there no, is usually ones where, you know, Amy has to go and get another drink. <laughs> Um, because that's definitely not water. Um, and then (laughs) get more tissues, give me my goblet, get more tissues. Yeah, hopefully, Um, I'm not sick for that one. But yeah, we're gonna do that live, 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 live. Um, from uh, from New York, it's Saturday night, but yeah, that'll be fun. And yeah, great. So, thank you for joining me as per usual. Yeah, thanks for joining me too. And lovely to meet you, mm. uh, Amy. Uh, always a pleasure uh, to meet you for and the first if, time. And uh, if you're a Patreon, you should jump on over and listen because there's another episode that's about to happen for you. <laughs> yeah. Would you call them Patreons, Patreons or call them patrons? Patreoners. No. I don't know. You Are they called? I don't know what they're called. The patron, Patreon, pa- pa- Patronus. Patronus? They're Patronus. Um, let's call them... Patreon. The Patronus Charms. Yeah, Charmings. Um, yeah, there's another episode coming, 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 coming. Anyway, thank you okay. so much for listening. And we think you're awesome. Well, I do. Um, Sorry for my sneezing and snotting. I'm going to sneeze now. It's stuck. What a way to end. <laughs> anyway. Oh, it's stuck in my face. I can't sneeze. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Let <laughs> you commentate the sneeze. Okay, it's coming. Everyone, it's coming. It's going to happen. Also, if uh, you- it's coming. It's stuck. It's if up, you enjoy this, this episode, but maybe <laughs> go back to the other episodes and go off that one, um, you should leave a review. You've got <laughs> so much luck. <laughs> no, I'm and so sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you ask for? I said, if you enjoy, you should leave a review. Oh, reviews are good. Fun. So reviews are good. So here's the thing. So this podcast actually rates extremely highly in countries like australia new zealand uh america the uk and for some bizarre reason 
South Africa. I love um, South African accent, so, so I'm happy with that. So leave us a review because what, what that does is that actually boosts the show in the ratings. Um, and also Amy is usually, this podcast is usually within the top 200 uh, on the iTunes charts with spirituality and religion and spirituality, which is incredible. I was because, 12 the other day. Yeah. Well, you were, you, you were, you've been one many times. Mm, this um, is exciting. And Amy was, I think she was uh, in New Zealand. I think you were born about seven for quite a long period of time. Thank you, my Kiwi friends. Sure, bro. Um, so uh, rate and, and like and subscribe and, and share and everything because it does help it the popularity <laughs> of the podcast. You know, Amy's obviously, we're not, no one's trying to make money off this. It's just content. It's, it's just free. It's fun and magical wisdom. Um, but <clears throat> it does uh, further enable Amy to sort of um, reach more witchy minds. If you would stop finishing my <laughs> sentences, you can have your own. Um, reach more witchy minds. And you. also just, um, you know, normalize uh, witchcraft and what it is and what it stands for, um, because I think that's pretty much the core mission of, of yeah. Rose Thorn Cottage <clears throat> and Amy is just to normalize this and make it a, a normal everyday sort of thing for people who who have that um that faith and that belief because um you know why shouldn't it be why shouldn't Agreed. it be normal and also for the people who have always been interested but too scared mm. they matter too yeah you too could be like Amy sitting here in a mushroom in a cardigan. mushroom cardigan, <laughs> drinking from a goblet. And who knows what she's drinking? It's clear and it's white, but it's, it's pretty much not protein. water. It's disgusting. I know. Um, Pray for me, children. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful night, evening, morning, afternoon, mid morning, whenever you're listening to this, and. And always watch the skies. Watch the skies. Tonight, Thursday, which uh, you should be hearing this, is full moon. It's so... Wednesday. And that's tomorrow. But the podcast oh, is yeah, being released on Thursday. <laughs> I love you. Sorry. But. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Thursday, the, the episode, uh, the day that this episode is getting released is a full moon so mm. have a wonderful full moon yes um do whatever you do and be do whatever well. you be and do it well um i love you and i love you too and i love all of you listeners out there uh, and watchers you perverts uh, have <laughs> a wonderful day bye that's it you want to say like you want to go bye oh that's better